Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. All right, welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch, on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, I'm super pumped to finally have Evan Cadero and Gil Paoma here. They are the founders of the world-famous food truck, Senor Sisig. Their food truck is definitely the most recognized food truck in the Bay Area, if not all over the nation. They've been featured on Food Network by Guy Fieri. His quote about Senor Sisig is perfect. It's not Asian, it's not Mexican, it's Senor Sisig. Senor Sisig serves amazing Filipino fusion street food that's inspired by Filipino and Mexican cuisine. They were established back in 2010 and they continue to grow. Beyond their amazing food, I really just love the company as a whole. From their concept, from their social media to their branding. In essence, they've created a Senior C-Sig food community. They're a huge inspiration for anyone who's looking to be in the food industry or just want to start a business. I want to thank you two gentlemen for being here. I truly appreciate your time and your story. And I will pass it on to you guys to kind of give your brief introductions and uh, go from there. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. Uh, we're pumped to be here as well. Brief introduction. My name's Evan Kadera. Me and my business partner, Gil, one of my best friends, started this business back in 2010. Um, Senor Sisig is a Filipino fusion food truck that we kind of met, mend Filipino flavors with Mexican concepts and other Latin concepts of food. And uh, yeah, we're a food truck. We, we started off with one. We have six now. And here we are. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of, of stuff in between all of that. But yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then as far as, um, we start from the beginning. Where are you guys so originally from? Barrier? Um, yeah, yeah. So my story, Evan's story, my, I come from San Francisco, okay. born, raised, um, went to most of my school here in San Francisco up until I was a junior in high school, which then I transferred to Westmore High School in Daly City, okay, okay. which is where I met Gil and our, oh, our gotcha. relationship okay. started. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And then uh, what about you, Gil? So, um, hi, I'm Gil Primo. I'm the... <laughs> Uh, co-owner chef of Senior Sisig. Again, me and Evan met in high school, and I was born and raised in Daly City, and you know, spent some time in San Francisco. Now I live in Oakland, but yeah, um, born and raised in Daly City. Uh-huh. Me and Evan, close friends, um, and business partners now here. Cool, cool. So then, even before Senior Sisig, did you guys do any other entrepreneurial ventures before? Well, I, I mean, we both have our own stories, right? Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, I grew up under entrepreneurs. Okay, you know, my, cool, cool, All cool. my families were was pretty much entrepreneurs, especially my father's side were chefs and uh, restaurateurs as well. And so, mm-hmm. like, I grew up under that. And, you know, for my journey, I've always had my, my little hustles I've done throughout my life that I would consider to be entrepreneurial. Yeah. Um, never really had a... A business that was registered until senior CSIG. But, you know, I think that spirit was always there for me gotcha. uh, from my family and and growing up. Cool, cool. And then I know you you come from a chef background. So as anything else, it's an entrepreneur because you're creating. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> your- um, similar to Evans, my, my family was definitely into, um, you know, some restaurants. My mom actually had a business for 25 years, uh, you know, like a local grocery store that, that's sold Filipino, you know, grocery items, you know, desserts, plane tickets, phone cards, uh-huh. you name it. It's like, you know, you know, like a bodega, but with with everything else on top of it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I grew up working there, 
since I was a kid and, and, and until, you know, even beginning years of high school still worked there. So my mom was uh, uh, definitely a, a strong influence on the entrepreneur side. And, but also my dad was a cook of the family and he was a strong influence with me just getting into cooking and, and just being around food in general. Okay, cool. So then, so you guys have met in high school and then in 2010, you guys came up with this concept. And let's just, so how did the concept of Senior CSIG kind of start? I mean, it actually started really in 2009 for mm-hmm. Senior CSIG, mm-hmm. but I, I believe, you know, we could even go back a little further into just being from the Bay Area, from San Francisco. And I, I for me, it was around, I'd say 2007-ish, where I was, was starting to kind of just scan my environment and really look at something to do, something to start. I wanted to do something. And I was looking at food trucks in the city and understanding like, well, you know, why is there only, you know, there's the one in front of Best Buy, El Tonayense, and there's there's a few down Harrison Street, but there's not really a huge presence of food trucks in San Francisco (laughs) the way you would see in other cities. And so like that was something that struck me. And, you know, I was traveling at the time a lot during between like 06 to 08, was doing just a lot of traveling, like self kind of just awareness, trying to just just learn things. And I would see other cities that had huge street food presences, uh-huh. you know, and just was kind of astonished why San Francisco wouldn't have that because it would seem like one of the first places that should have a diverse For food sure, truck right? community, so. like or street food community, like a, a lot of these other cities I've seen around the world. And so, you know, so that was kind of interesting to me. Started kind of thinking about concepts of things to do in a food truck. So it was going everything from like bento trucks, ramen trucks, everything, you know, just thinking about things, different things that are not just a a taco truck. And then around 08 is when, you know, Twitter started to to come onto the scene and become relevant in the social media community. And, you know, I would start to see a lot of people from LA tweeting, you know, about different types of food trucks, specifically some that I really noticed was these Korean taco trucks or, or one Korean taco truck uh, called Kogi. And I was like, what are Korean tacos? And then, you know, sure enough, the next day, another tweet, oh, these, huh. these Korean tacos, these are Korean tacos. So, you know, I, you know, after seeing that on Twitter, a few months later, I was in LA with a bunch of my friends and we passed by this food truck at, at about 3 p.m. in Echo Park. And I was like, you know, the, the, why is there a huge line at this taco truck? Uh-huh. At 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. It's normally <laughs> 3 a.m., right? Yeah, okay. So, so that was kind of like, you know, a moment where I, I was like, yo, pull over. And we, we, you know, sure enough, it was the Korean taco truck Kogi. And I was like, wait a minute, there, there's something here because I've already been thinking about food trucks uh-huh, uh-huh. in San Francisco. And, you know, I, that moment was really like groundbreaking for me to where I was like, you know, I really am going to take this idea that I was been thinking about uh-huh. and let's take this down back up to the bay okay. and do something different. You know, so I, I started kind of brainstorming was like, oh, these, the tacos and, and the Korean tacos is genius. That makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, let's, let's start to think about all Asian different kind of fusion with tacos and, and burritos and stuff like uh-huh. that. And, um, you know, that's when I, I was like, you know what, like, let, let me reach out to Gil uh-huh. because you know like I come from a family of of cooks and restaurateurs, but that's not that really wasn't my passion. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. Like to, to be a chef. Yeah. Um. And so, but yeah, I wanted. I was really interested in business, restaurants, and food. I love food. So I, you know, Gil was the first one I reached out to. Was like, bro, like I I think th- this is a great idea. Is, is uh-huh. 
you know, let's let's start a food truck. Yeah. You know, at the time I had already quit my job because, you know, I was kind of frustrated with the, you know, I had gone to college, got uh -huh. my BA and I was getting my master's degree at the time. And I was just frustrated kind of with the corporate structure of, of work. Um, and I, I approached Gil and said, you know, like, where are you with your job? He was like, he was like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stable, I'm happy, but, you know, I'm, I'm also kind of, you know, frustrated with, with where I'm at because I yeah. feel like I, need, I want some, some, some growth as well. Okay. Um, and so we started to kind of just, just go over some ideas and he was excited about the idea um, and, and, and we, you know, nailed it down to maybe we're going to do Filipino fusion. Uh-huh. And then you know, Gil was like, "Yeah, let's let's try out Seasig." So that's uh, okay. I, yeah, that's I, right. I, and and he was like, "You know, Seasig that 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 we always have at the family parties." And I was like, "Yeah, I remember that." You know, let's try it out. Yeah. And um, you know, what did we do? We did something like because you, it comes from a family recipe, right? Like right. as far as the uh, Seasig and how you prepare it. Is yeah, that definitely. Because the you know the the Seasig is originally from Pampanga, and and it's a dish that was created during um, a time when. You know, it's created by the the pig's head, and uh -huh. and it became this popular dish, and not yet kind of kind of got down over here to California. Some people are making it, but everyone had their different ways. I mean, that's kind of a Filipino thing. Like, there's no set recipe for things. It's okay, that's yeah. that's cool. <laughs> and you know, with, with my dad, we we he made seasick for a lot of the family parties, and we've been having it for like you know just a couple of years, and it was something new that people kind of discovered and and you know filipino restaurants had it on their menu and uh -huh. had different ways to do it so it was fairly popular in, in amongst families and amongst like a couple of filipino restaurants but this is something that you know evan would come by to our family parties and eat it and and i know i i enjoyed it and we we ate you know you know leftovers and made stuff with it i made stuff with it so it was something that kind of really stuck out that people weren't kind of familiar with but I knew it was a good product. So gotcha. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So I kind of started with that. Well, okay. So then, and with your name, I mean, now it's like sounds obvious in your seat. It's like a perfect name, right? How did you guys come up with the name then? I mean, you. Well, Evan, it, it was um, you know, Evan could give you know a little story about that. Well, I mean, we had like a list. Okay. Like, so, we, 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 I mean, literally, we had probably a hundred names. Okay. Okay. Drawing down, and we're going back and forth, and we're like, none of them. I mean, a lot of them were like, okay, maybe these are the top five out of the hundred. And, um, you know, none of them were really sticking. And so my girlfriend, my fiance now was, uh, you know, she, it was getting close to Christmas of, I think 2009, somewhere around there. And she was like, what do you want for Christmas, babe? And I was like, I want a food truck. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, she was like, well, that's going to cost a little, <laughs> that's a little bit out of my budget. Uh -huh. But, uh, she was really sweet and she printed out this kind of fold up. Uh, cut out thing where you can kind of fold and tape and make a little paper food truck. Okay. Um, and on it, she <laughs> she put the name Senor Seasig. And that was just because she knew that we were going to do Seasig. And she just threw out some random name of Senior Seasig on it. And I was like, wow, that's that, it. That, 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 yeah. That's the name. And and so, you know, you know, she, she didn't give me a food truck for, for Christmas that year, but she, <laughs> she gave, gave us the name. name. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, so, See, that's cool. Because, yeah. like, now it's like you look at the name, like, okay, that is, like, the perfect name, right? right? Yeah. And right, I'm like, right. you, you think of that, it's like, oh, it must have came really easy to them. But it is. You go through the process of going through all these names, and it's like, and then it, it comes out of nowhere, and it yeah. freaking, like, that's it. Yeah, we were, we were thinking a lot of local names, like, you know, like... I don't know. I can't even remember. I know. <laughs> like base, 
Basie Sig, C Sig Station, San Francisco C Sig. So I don't, I, so all sorts of things. Yeah. Like, but uh-huh. it was like you know we were overthinking it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes yeah. like simple and and just straightforward, easier to understand is better. For sure, for know? sure, so. for sure. That's cool. So then let's go back to the day when okay, you got you got your truck right. You guys prepared it and already that first day where you rolled, the, you start the, started that engine and and rolled to your first place and got your your. Waiting for your first sale, or when you got your first sale, what was the emotions that was going on? I mean, I mean I'm sure they were similar, but we also probably had different emotions. Our first event, our first real, real event was at Fort Mason Center at a roller derby event. Okay, and so we we pulled in, and you know there was really. I don't know. I I don't think we had really high expectations for it. I mean, we were going into it very uncertain about it. Like we weren't really ready the, to do it. But um, you know, my girlfriend and my fiance now she did roller derby at the time. Okay. And all all her uh-huh. teammates were like, "Just do it. Yeah, do it." You know, we're, I'm like, "We're not ready. We're not ready." <laughs> and they were like, "Just do it. Evan. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. Bring it out." We're like, "Okay." You know, so we brought it out, and then you know, you know, sure enough, like right away, boom, line of like 20, 30 people. Wow, that's cool. And um, you know, that emotion, it it, it was heavy. It was it was one of those things where you you were like, wow, okay, uh-huh. you know, our idea that we had we, we've been working on for the past year or so is it's starting to kind of show some results. For and sure. So you know, it, it definitely felt good. You know, uh-huh. I think it, it 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 felt good, but we weren't at all content with that. That just kind of gave us the energy. I felt. To continue to move forward, you know, um, there was a lot of uncertainty. I mean, even Gil quitting, he had to quit his job, you know, where okay. he had benefits, was getting a good salary. You know, a lot of people around us didn't really understand what we were doing at the time. Yeah. So there was a lot of naysayers. And, you know, that was that was kind of a good moment for us to kind of just say, you know what? No, you know, there's something here. Yeah, yeah, And we're yeah. going to continue to push. And, and 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 we both saw that, looked at each other, and I, yeah. I, I know over the next two years, I, I think I don't think we've ever worked any harder. See, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. But, you know, you're working for your, for your passion. But yeah. but it is, because that was at the beginning, I mean, of the Bay Area food mm-hmm. trucks. Like, right. I mean, yeah, so yeah. you guys were, so then as you as a, uh, as a creator of food, mm-hmm. how does it feel when, you know, people are tasting your food that you've, that you've created or uh, combined as a fusion. What, how's that? Yeah, I mean, this is something in my career, my early career in being in, in the kitchen and being the industry. Of course, that's the the ultimate kind of goal is to to please uh, you know please other people and, and get feedback and and know that you're succeeding with what you created. Uh-huh. So yeah, and like Evan was saying, you know, in this first event that we had, I was still fresh from you know quitting my job. You know, having mixed emotions about, you know, was this the right choice? Was this like um, smart for me to do? Because I had everybody surrounding me, including some of my family, but mostly my colleagues saying you should not do this. And this is a bad choice for you. And what are you doing? And of course, that that was kind of embedded in my mind, but it was it, it didn't kind of put me down in a sense of it didn't make me feel any less confident. So, yeah. The, you know, that first day, the expectations was, you know, we're just going to be uh, in this event. We're providing food. We're, we're one of the vendors. So, you know, how bad could it be? You know, either we're not people are not going to come to us because they don't know what kind of food it is. The demographics weren't what we wanted to target in our first um, event. So I think it was a hit. And we had a lot of family. I had family actually helping. My parents were helping me. My sister, my sister's boyfriend at the time was helping. So there was a lot of stuff, you know, kind of put together to to kind of 
uh, go through the whole event. But at the end of the day, we were busy. We sold out of everything. That's and cool. it, it was a great feeling. Um, yeah. Not to say I didn't really look at like did really did people really like it. I was, you know, we got through it. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I think that was the biggest thing that the big relief. And, you know, I think after that day it was just kind of like, you know, pedal to the metal. And yeah. Let's just, you know, keep on going. Like, All right. The, uh, even on it's embarrassing, but like like on YouTube, I think if you s- search like senior C six first day, it's okay. it, like there's a recap. Oh really? You, you okay. Can, you can probably well, see cool. a little bit All of right. that raw emotion from uh-huh. us, and you know we were we you know that that was literally day one, and we didn't know anything. Yeah. Like, you know, here's the sink, and here's the steam table, and this is you know we were just in awe of just like yeah. wow, you know, this, this is really happening. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and the other thing too is the, the the derby girls that pushed you. It's like yeah. because as we always look for, we want to perfect everything, right? And right. it comes back to that whole thing. It's like forget it. Don't worry about perfection. Just right. go out there and do it. And then look at now. Right. Forget now. Eight years later. Well, now nine years. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. But you guys have a successful shout out Bay Area <laughs> derby girls. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that extra push. Yeah. So now nine years later, what is your typical day like for seniors to see? Well, uh, for my, you know, it's definitely. Our roles, uh, roles change. You know, we're still owners at end of the day, but you know, instead of like being in a truck and trying to handle everything, we've grown to this. You know, grown to six trucks, and now the the challenge for me is to delegate and you know take all our knowledge and how can we communicate and and have everyone helping us out. You know, uh, not only follow what we have for them, but just to train them and make sure we're having consistent product and 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 constantly grow and, and keeping that foundation strong. Yeah. And I think till this day, that is, you know, the biggest challenge for myself. You know, I could cook all day. I could make recipes and, and be in the kitchen, but to, to kind of voice that out and, and train people and kind of make sure people are receptive and, and be, be fair. I think that's definitely the challenge that I, I run into um, uh-huh. every day. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So then what is, Always learning as you go, right? So what has been, as far as one example, and you guys maybe could talk about um, each individually or one, uh, but one example of basically your biggest learning experience that kind of like you didn't, you thought you had it, but yet it was something that you didn't have. And it was like, um, like maybe like the logistics of stuff, something in the business that you really learned about. I, mean, I I think I mean those type of th- little things happen every day, uh-huh. you know, every week, every every month. Like they're always happening to where if you're not paying attention to kind of how something might have gone not the direction you intended it to go, but it went in another direction and it uh-huh. worked out. You got to learn from those things all the time. Um, you know, I think really for us, I mean, we're, we're at what now, like forty plus employees. Okay. Um, you know, you know what Gil's talking about is how do we maybe even get there was. In the beginning, we were very emotionally attached to the business. I, okay. I, I feel, and we still are very emotionally yeah. attached. But to the point to where it's like, you know, Gil was like, he couldn't leave the gr- the grill, and I couldn't leave the window gotcha. because it's not it's not the same. Yeah, we're not there. And I, I think there, there was a moment around year two to three where where we were like, hey, like if we if we want to to grow, we have to learn to to be able to let go and uh-huh. um, you know trust in other people and then you know use our skill, you know to to be able to train them and and it, you know show create you know understand that they're going to be their own people yeah but but they can provide that same experience the same quality of food that we expect right it's yeah. not going to be exactly me or Gil at the uh-huh. window or the grill but it's still you know you can still have that same feel and that same experience and so you know that was around I think year. You're in maybe two or three 
is where we, we were just like, hey, you know, like we can't do and we can't work these 18, 20 hour days for yeah. the rest of our lives. You know, like we need to get some help and and, uh, you know, understand that we have to, to to allow other people to help. True. OK. OK. And then like so it might go into this next question. It's like so if you had to give someone came up to you guys and I want to start or I'm actually in a food business right now and you have to give a piece of advice from your guys' experience, what would you guys um, I mean, for me, it's it's always um, determination and and yeah. sacrifice, uh -huh. um, and, and you just have to have that passion, you know, for whatever it is in that business you're trying to do. You got to have that passion because without that passion, you know, you're not going to make it. And of course, financial is always something there, but you know, you know, that's going to pay off at the end if uh -huh. you, if you have that drive and passion. Gotcha. So that's that's just my two cents on on you know, any dream that you're trying to do or any kind of business, uh, that's that's what you need to have. Cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to piggyback off that kind of in a way, I, I feel like, you know, the if you're going to go into your first business, especially your first business, mm -hmm. and you're, you're coming out of, you know, working for somebody for a long time or something, you really have to not think money first. It has to be just about, I want, I want to do something that I want to do and it's for me and I want to provide a product or a service for somebody else and feel good about that. Uh -huh. And if you if you gain value from that first, you know, then your your business is going to succeed. You yeah. Know? You know, but if you're if you're going into it investing, you know, all the 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 savings you've ever saved and you know expecting to get rich within the next two years, you know, a lot of times you're going to get frustrated and you know the hard work is going to is going to bear down on you because you're not having fun. You yeah. Know? You're not, yeah, you're not yeah, enjoying yeah. the process. You know. Um, but if you on the other side, if you do, if you enjoy it day to day and, and, and you wake up every morning and it's like it's not about the money first, it's about just going and doing what I want to do, you know, then then it's, it, it doesn't seem like work. And I know I, you, you hear this from a lot of people that are in business, but like it's like you'll never work a day in your life yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. If, you, if you enjoy what you're doing. But For that's sure. that's true. But yeah. it's true. So, I mean, like and I say, like, especially with their first business, you know, I mean, I, I think like. As you generate, you know, capital and you're, and you're you're able to invest in other businesses. I mean, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah, maybe your first business. It's like your first kid. You know? uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, so true. You know, it's like like you know, like, wash your hands before you yeah, touch yeah, my yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. The uh, the second yeah, because the second kid and it's like oh, it's he's like, fine. Whatever. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so true. Yeah, he just lost it too. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll grow another so one. So true. The, uh, so inspiration wise. So I have an acronym WIDWID, why I do what I do, right? So this is what I say to myself. What do you feel, and we'll start off with you, what is your WIDWID? What's your inspiration of why you do what you do? I don't know. I just I just love what I do. I mean, the fact that I could work with food, the fact that I could kind of be confident about, you know, teaching other people about food. Uh -huh. I think that that kind of like makes me feel happy at the end of the day. Cool. Because that's what, you know, originally I, I think I was built to do. I was it was destined to do. Uh -huh. um, always had doubts about financial about like that's never going to, you know, put food on a table uh -huh. literally. But yeah, I mean, that's just something I always look at. Like I, I get to like be around people that are, are in the kitchen or are in the same boat as me of like working with food and I get to kind of like, um, you know, teach people. Cool. And I never thought I would be able to teach people, you know? Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's always like, you know, you would never be a teacher, but I'm in a teacher in a different way. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah that, that helps me, you know, kind of not only like strive for, for more and better things, uh -huh. but you know, you could, you could do whatever, you know, if, as long as you're, you know, passionate about it. Cool. Cool. What about you? What's your yeah. I, I mean, you know, for me, it kind of goes back to, to being able to just, you know, 
have that passion for for what I do every day. Uh-huh. I'm having fun, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. like I'm working, so you know, I, I feel like for me, it's like I need to be in control of my own destiny in, in a sense. Uh-huh. You know, there's always going to be different challenges thrown at me that I, but I, I get to decide how I navigate through those 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 challenges. And gotcha. so, I think you know, you know that. The biggest challenge for me would, would be not to have that flexibility to do that. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. That's what would make me unhappy. And so, you know, you know, yeah, I'm, I may not be able to conquer a challenge the way I expect to do it. You know, uh-huh. yeah, that, that's stressful, and you know, but it doesn't make me unhappy. Yeah, you know, I enjoy that. You yeah, know, I enjoy you know the, all my successes, all my failures, because I feel like that's how I'm, I'm continuing to grow. And so there's really no ceiling, you know, like I'm able to grow as, as, as much as I want, you know, through both successes and failures. And I think that's, you know, that's my, what is it? Widwit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Widwit. Yeah, Widwit. Oh, Widwit. Widwit. Yeah. So like, you know, that's, that's, you know, I mean, if I had a ceiling on, on, on my growth is where I would, that would be the thing that made me most unhappy. Yeah. And so I yeah, feel yeah. like, you know, there's, there's none of that, you know, with what, with, with you know the position that we're in you know so cool, cool, you know. cool. all right we'll see that's cool so then now let's go let's have a lifestyle fun stuff so beyond when you guys are off when you guys do take a day off what do you guys do we'll start with you go what what do you do for fun what's your hobbies well i would like to do more of this but i haven't had time since you know <laughs> kids and everything but i like to fish okay cool um i used to do this a lot you know when i was younger and i used to like every weekend i used to fish and 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 play basketball too so these are things that like i would love to do uh-huh. and i think i'm i think i should make that a goal this year of like trying to find some time to for me to be out there fishing or yeah or just cool. being out there so i think those two things was really stuck out when i was younger and and i kind of want to bring that back, bring them back. Oh, cool, <laughs> yeah. cool, cool. all right what about you Evan? yeah i mean you know throughout life it's kind of changed right you know um i mean back in the day well not i mean not say back in the day, but in my <laughs> 20s you know i really enjoyed um you know, music, you know, uh-huh. I like to rap before, you know, like I, I still like music a lot. Uh-huh. I enjoy going to concerts. Um, uh-huh. You know, I don't make music anymore, okay. um, but I enjoy being around that culture, you know, the art culture. You know, I don't have as much time to do that either now, but um, basketball used to be okay. a passion okay. of mine. And so I, I sprained and broke my ankles oh, too many so times. You <laughs> so out, huh? All right. I am retired, <laughs> but you know, I am looking into buying a, a set of golf clubs. There you, you go. Know, All right. And, you and, and, and getting into that. <laughs> That's cool. I've always been into sports. And uh-huh. so, you know, I've, I, I think having something there that, that, that you're doing physically is, is important as well. I like softball. I played softball for a long time, but I think golf's my next thing. Okay. You know? cool, and cool, then cool. just lastly, I, I, traveling. You know? Okay. You know, yeah. I, I know a lot of people like to travel, but, you know, that's definitely a passion of mine as well. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So then beyond the athletes here with basketball, but do you guys uh, cocktails? Do you guys, do you guys drink? Yeah. What's your cocktail <laughs> choice? Um, I like bourbon. Uh-huh. Or whiskey. I mean, if anything, I'll get an old fashioned. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I don't mind some good tequila. Okay, yeah. But yeah, bourbon's yeah. been my choice right now. All right, um, especially through the holidays, dude. But. Like, bu- I actually never had bullet old fashions until recently, and yeah, like now I'm good. freaking in love with them. Right? Like, yeah. there's like, uh, like I'm like, I okay, I have to do it with bullet, but but yeah, no, I'm a big fan. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I'm a wino. I, okay, I, I like wine a lot, red wine in particular. Uh-huh. Um, 
But if it was a cocktail like this, you know, past year or so, like a lot of Negronis to start off the, the night, you know, so some gin, and then I like I like a good old fashioned as well. Okay, cool, know? cool, cool. All right. So then, uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll just kind of end up with some closing questions, um, and there are uh, ones deeper and ones really quick. So, for, we'll start off with Gil. How do you want to define your legacy? Um, that's a tough one. You know, you don't really think about that. I don't know. I mean, I like to. I like to see myself very passionate when it comes to anything. So if 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 someone's gonna look at you know anything that if they saw either my name or or just just even someone describing me, I would say I would like to to be looked at as a passionate person. Cool. For anything I do. Awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. What about you, Evan? How do you want to define it? Uh, yeah. I mean, that that, that I feel like I want to define it. I want to to kind of define itself in a way, you know, a little bit of both. But, um, you know, so, someone, of course, passion, you know, somebody that, that definitely had passion for what whatever he did, you know, I think I want people to look at me and, and know that I care about people outside of just myself. So, you know, that's, you know, whatever that be, people that I'm working with, people that we're working for, it all comes, it's about people first, you know, and and hopefully we have more successes. Cool, 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 <laughs> yeah. cool. That's awesome. So then uh, the next one is just finish the sentence, right? Gil is? Funny. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> that's awesome. All right. And now Evan is? Oh, man. Evan, Evan is. You know, that we're, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so many things, right? Evan is undecisive. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. <laughs> right on. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So then uh, as far as as far as locating a senior season, what's the best way for someone to to tap in? Well, we just we just dropped a new website, which we're, we're really pumped about. So go check that out. There's a Find Us tab on the website. Cool. So all our trucks are located there. Sweet. Okay. Um, That's the best know, like way. Like we said, we have six. Well, we normally put about five out a day okay um okay. just depending on the day uh three to five trucks a day are out so you can go onto the website and perfect click to find this link yeah all right cool and then um i'll make sure on your when your scotch parlor scotch parlor story comes out um i'll make sure that all links are there nice. for your website yep. and all that yeah, we'll stuff. put it on the website and everything so you cool all right well yeah i want to thank you two gentlemen for your story Likewise, you guys are true man. inspiration I, we, everyone go i mean who hasn't but everyone mm. go out there and get uh get some lunch with senior season and they're in um you guys do off the grid yeah. so they're yeah. um but you'll see everything on their website mm -hmm. so uh thank you very much gentlemen thank, thank you. you appreciate it